Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Draft Fantasy Podcast. I'm Alfie, your host. Before we start, I'll give you a bit of a rundown of what's on this week's show. We do have a special studio guest. And we've got a bit of a... It's a decent show, actually, leading into game weeks 27 and 28. That's right. Double game week action. So uh, part one, we'll be rounding up game week 26 and talking about some players and some extra stats going on. Part two is the secret journalist. Part three, we have stat attack and the Premier League stat of nations. There's also a new feature, which is the tactics truck. Hmm. Interesting or not. Part four is, of course, the upcoming fixture list plus the clean sheet forecast. Okay, let's not hang around any further. Let's crack straight on. That roll that music. The Draw Fantasy Podcast. And it's live. Hello, listeners. Hello, welcome to the Draft Fantasy Podcast. I am Alfie, and hello, Sam. Sam? Oh, no, that's right. Sam's not here. He's on another holiday. But have no fear, because uh, we're not alone. And not only are we not alone, we have significantly upgraded the studio guest because joining me today in the flesh is the secret journalist, Phil Dorks. Phil Dorks, journalist, lover, fantasy football manager, a man not content with covering real football. You play fantasy over two formats, draft fantasy and FPL. Your FPL rank currently sits at 2,279,883, which contributes to the old adage that not all good football journalists make good fantasy football managers. Hello, Phil. Hello. Oh, there he is. Hello. In da flesh. Yeah. And uh, have no fear, Phil will be doing his regular secret journalist slot as well as being... And I do have some fear. That that bit is still in the show. (laughs) It's still in there. Uh, So you're like appearing as like both uh, Bruce Wayne and Batman. Oh, fantastic. I'm Phil (laughs) Dawks. Exactly. You don't have to do that. No, no, I won't won't do that. I am slightly worried that I'm I'm not going to have that tinny... That people are actually going to hear what my actual voice sounds like. And it's not impressive. It's just not got that tinny Skype quality to it anymore. I'll change it in the edit. Don't yeah, worry per- about perfect. that. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shall we have a game week roundup? What game week was it? Was it game week 26? That, yes. 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 <laughs> uh, I'm just going to say yes. Oh, excellent. Let's have a game week 26 roundup. Handshakes ignored as City unapologetically ruined Chelsea 6-0 as Sarri really does prove to be the hardest word. A hapless Fulham gets spanked by a happy Man United. Arsenal beat the HUD but also combined nicely to concede another last-minute goal. The Cherries are picked to pieces as Liverpool set out to prove they aren't yet ready to be picked to the post. Watford win the battle of the snake as more pressure is applied to Marcus Silva. Burnley extend their unbeaten run. Spurs beat Leicester. Southampton score a last-minute equaliser then a concede a last-minute winner to Cardiff. And Wolves score a last-minute equaliser but then don't concede a last Last-minute winner against Newcastle. Four clean sheets this week. Yeah, four. Watford, Man United, Man City, Liverpool. Assist Kings was just Shinchenko with two. Huh. Assistant defenders, Robertson, Phil Jones, Ricardo, Schur. Goal King, Aguero. Goal-scoring defenders this week. Sanchez, Willie Bolly, Jack Stevens, Duffy, Sol Bamba. Penalty misses was Jamie Vardy. Own goals, well, that's Kalazinac, but it was more than just him, wasn't it? And red cards, Kurtzuma. This week's top players, Raheem Sterling, Aguero, Pogba, and the top players overall, yes, it's Salah, Sterling, and Eden Hazard. Hmm. Yes. Interesting game week. Do you want some stats, Phil? Yes. Here we go, then. Stat. Both Wolves and Cardiff have now scored 
five 90-plus-minute goals in the Premier League this season. Mm. Huh? Yeah, impressive. Her stat. Uh, another stat for you. Christian Eriksen has scored 20 Premier League goals from outside the box. That's more than any other player since his debut in 2013. Huh? Nice. Am I blowing your mind? You are, yeah. There's more mind-blowing. Another stat. In 2019, Man City have won their seven matches in all competitions at the Etihad by an aggregate score of 35-2. to two. Uh, yeah, it's impressive. They're doing all right. Yeah, you're not impressed. No, I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm blown away. <laughs> anyway, never mind. So that's game week 26 and uh, Phil Dorks. So you smashed in our league. You smashed uh, Ryder 53 to 22. Yeah, I mean that that's a Man City level of drubbing. That's I've, I've put him to the sword. Well, speaking of Man City, you did have Raheem Sterling, who got yeah. 17 points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm on. A, I'm in a little rich vein of form at the moment. I'm bagging. I was. I was like you do when you sadly checking back over previous weeks of it. And I, I'm, I'm, I don't I think maybe out of two out of the last maybe 10 fixed stuff, I've not, I've not hit the 40 mark. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm usually averaging out about, you know, mid 40s upwards, which is pretty good. That is pretty good. And you do say you've got a good bit of form, still fifth. I know, but that, <laughs> but that's, that's a testament to the dire quality of the first <laughs> half of my season. Uh, I set off like a particularly shit train. Is the uh, is the truth? I just think I was useless at the start of the season. You do have um, the third highest number of player points. Yeah, not the but that, but as as Tris will tell you that that counts for nothing. Coming obviously from the man who has one of the fewest player points totals, it has high up the league as it's he is. Shocking, yeah, yeah. isn't it? That? But but like say so it doesn't matter. That that's a it's a redundant statistic. Is that it's about who you it's you've got to beat who you who you're facing, don't you? Yeah, that's it, all mate. that nonsense, all that cliche nonsense. We move on and all that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah, and you uh, you got a goal from Shane Duffy this week as well. Yeah, drafted him in, brought him in, and got a goal out of him. It was. I didn't. didn't they got stuffed into this. It was yeah, a they Burnley. Got, they got no, beaten by Burnley. But at least they, yeah. he stepped up and and did his bit. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the only uh, Brighton player that I've kept. Him. I've, I've had a cull this week, and he's the only Brighton player that I've kept in. I thought even if they concede goals, he's always handy in here. Like, but they yeah. haven't got a game. They've got a game. No, no. But I just didn't want to. I, I think uh, you've got to keep the sum back, haven't you, for future weeks? I can't. I can't completely strip my team out because I've got future weeks to think about as well. So, despite the fact that you haven't got a game week, he's obviously impressed you quite a lot in training <laughs> yeah very much so yeah I, I like him round for the bounce he's good in the dressing room he's good in the dressing yeah, room yeah he's, he's just going to cheer everyone up when we, <laughs> when we inevitably get beat good um, there's some other notable players this week I, um, that I noted notable players um, Isaac Hayden of Newcastle he scored mm. right but I've been looking at the old stats oh yeah and uh, he's now registered two assists and one goal in his last four games and he's also picking up Conte points. Yeah. Who'd have thought? Another one, Ben Foster, who's your goalkeeper? Who's my goalkeeper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's mine. He's mine. <laughs> Keep your hands off him. But you've only just picked him up, haven't you? He's collected yeah, yeah. three clean sheets in, in the last four games. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty decent. And the other player who are kind of aware he's doing well, but the, the stats back it up, mm. is João Moutinho. Yeah. Five Cor- assists in his last four games. Yeah, corners and free kicks, isn't it? Yeah, corners corners free. Free he's kids. not he's not much of an an open play assister, as you might call but he, he loves a he loves a set piece. Yeah. Good player, good player. And form players overall. Form form players. players. The last five weeks, this is the new this is the new uh, thing you can do on Draft Fantasy. You can check. Oh, the you can players. do the fi- yeah the five game week, the five week and the ten week. You can form, do ten week, yeah. So, but I, for five, so the 
form players, uh, the goalkeeper, the three form goalkeepers for the last five weeks. So this is not including bonus points. This is average. Foster, De Gea, Lloris. Defenders, Laporte, Holobas. <clears throat> yeah, that's my player. Cathcart and Schur. Do you believe in life after love? <laughs> um, midfield, Pogba, Sterling, and then Mane slash Salah. What, what, why Mane slash Salah? Because they've got the same amount. Oh, right. Oh, I, see. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't cut them together. I, I was going to say. So, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Have you not read the news? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, which bits would you keep from which of the two? Of that's them? A, do you know what? That's a good question. That's why you're a guest. Yeah. You bring good questions to the table. Yeah, Sam wouldn't have brought that. No, we didn't. He, know he would have just mark. gruffly <laughs> kind of moaned down about some like kind of nonsense that he used. Uh, well, you'd want to keep the legs of both, wouldn't you? Being the <laughs> so footballers, have, uh, four legs. Well, I'd keep Mane's right foot and Sally's left foot. Oh, right, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the forwards, form forwards: Aguero, Josh King, yeah, and then Higuain. Slash Ashley Barnes again. That's not. A, that's just because they got the same amount of points. Right. Yeah. 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 But yeah. And you got any of those? No. Uh, Foster, obviously. Foster. Sterling. And Sterling. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. But which means you're doing extra well because you're picking up players on a weekly basis to get your points. Well, yeah, but only this week. Uh, that's that's very much needs must because of the absence of mm. some teams for the fixture list. I've had to. I've had to be a bit canny with with which players I've brought in and got rid of. I've kept the big hitters and just decorated around them with some dross from teams that are actually playing. So this week. Shane Duffy's a big hitter now. <laughs> and I won't and no, I won't necessarily <laughs> I won't necessarily describe. Just just like I said, good for morale. It's good for morale. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, before we move on to part two, Phil, and we go and meet that twat secret journalist. Yeah, yeah, I hate him. Um do you want a little quick quick quizzy quiz? <laughs> All right. I'll give you the question and then you can answer it at the end. So you can you got you can Think of it at the back of your mind. Right. You okay. can think of it whilst the secret journalists are talking. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That'll buy me some time. I'll, okay. I won't listen to that. You'll probably know the answer to this. Uh, which three players born after the inception of the Premier League, that's August 1992, mm. have scored Premier League hat tricks? Oh. All right. I'll mm -hmm. let you have a little thinky thing. Born after the inception. Born after the inception of the Premier League, right, August 1992. Okay. Which three players have scored Premier League hat tricks? Uh, right. Let's, uh, let's move on to. Part two, Secret Journalist. The Secret Journalist. Shh, it's a bloody secret. Ah, oh, hello, yes, Secret Journalist. Hello, Phil. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Seamless. Ah, oh, I mean, ugh. Uh, there you go, Secret Journalist. You sound different this week. Is it because you're in closer proximity to me and not over the phone? Yeah, I'm out of my natural habitat. It's I'm, I'm slightly scared. I'm just I'm, I'm actually sat in yeah, in London right now, which is making me feel all sorts of nervous, and, and my wallet's already starting to feel the pressure. Yeah, exactly. So, um, right. So uh, yeah. So in the studio, very nice to have you. Maybe I'll put a little distortion on your voice afterwards to yeah, give that yeah. same effect. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so, Secret Journalist. What do we normally talk about? It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. What do we yeah. normally talk about? I can't remember. Chelsea. Should we talk about Chelsea straight away? Oh, yeah, I suppose we have to, don't we? Uh, so Chelsea played Man United in the FA Cup. Good game, actually. Quite enjoyed it. Mm. I was quite impressed with United. Um, Chelsea, well, what do you want to say about them? They're just in bits, aren't they, at the moment? It's not looking good. 
This is the same. I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of Chelsea really as a football <laughs> as as what they represent as an institution in football. I'm not a massive fan of how they go about doing what they do, but it's just it's near. You're you're nearing the end, aren't you? Again for another manager because I can't see how he comes back from this. Which, I, they're just going to chew him up and spit him out like they do all the others. Yeah, uh, I, I don't. What I don't understand is he keeps picking the same team. Yeah, Yeah. Same players and making the same substitutions every time, like like for like substitution. Like it, it, it didn't. It, was it the FA Cup game when they they kind of mockingly like jeered him for mm. or like cheered him for bringing uh, Barkley on for Kovacic, and it's like kind of oh yeah, let's just do like for like. This will this will change everything up. Let's bring that lad on who never's never done anything despite <laughs> yeah. all the hype. That'll change everything. Well, I want to know what Kovacic has on Sarri. Yeah, he's definitely got some. Well, him and Jorginho have, have got yeah. something on him. Okay, so that's let's pretend he's been sacked. Right, yeah, yeah. Who is going to come in and replace him? Uh, um, it doesn't seem to be an obvious candidate. I mean, because well, Hiddink, is he coming back? Well, but, but the thing is, they, they could easily do that, couldn't they, where they do the let's see till the end of the season job, because we're not going to... We're probably not going to... I mean, they're still in competition for it, but they're probably not going to finish in the top four on the current form and the way they're playing. Mm. Whether they think they can just get someone in like Hiddink who can just rally them and get them in the top four by any means possible and then reassess it in the summer is a possibility. Zidane's out of work. Um, mm. would, would Zidane want to come in and do it? No, I don't think he would, would he? Oh, well, I, for, it's amazing. Like, I, I have conversations at work with people like this and they talk about like, Zidane and how he... For a manager who's won three consecutive Champions League, <laughs> yeah, the know. jury is still somewhat out for him because he's he's done that with like arguably the best player in the world and you know accompanied by numerous other best players in the world. Mm. And I, I I don't know whether he's necessarily been tested yet because he's had all of the resources available to him. Like and and look, I don't want to diminish winning three Champions Leagues on the chop because it's amazing. It's a fantastic feat, mm. but. I, I, it would be very interesting to see him propelled into a, a situation that maybe isn't working and some of the players that, that aren't the best players in the world and seeing how he copes with that. I'm not sure whether he'd be the right man for it or not. Let's talk about the upcame, upcoming uh, game weeks. So there's two upcoming game weeks, mm. Phil, right? Game week 27 and game week 28, which is confusing. So game week 28 is midweek. Right. And game week 27 is this weekend. Right, so four teams miss out this game week. You've got Chelsea, Man City, obviously playing the Carabao yeah. Cup. And Everton and Brighton miss out. I think Brighton miss out because they well, miss the, out. And Everton... They would have been playing either Chelsea or Man yeah. City, presumably. And Everton miss out because they're so shit at the moment. <laughs> yeah, they decide we'll not just give them a week play. off. Uh, two Friday night fixtures. Uh, yeah. Game week 27. Two. Yeah. Don't know why. The one that's on, okay, the, there's one that's not on TV, thankfully, and that's Cardiff versus Watford. That must have been tough for BT or Sky to <laughs> yeah. it. Nah, I don't fancy that one. I mean, that's got to be a nil-nil, nil-one, nil-two, three-one Watford. Um, I don't know, Cardiff are doing all right at the moment. They're, they're yeah. Maybe a little rallying after what happened with They're riding with crest of an emotional wave, aren't yeah. they? But I, I think Watford are... I like Watford, and I, and I think they'll have, they will they should win there. Watford are becoming the hipster's choice. They are, I know. It's, it's a, it's di- I don't want to jump on board and start getting a lot of Watford players in, because it does look a little bit hipstery. To You've think. nailed yeah. your master the Wolves. 
I got, I got nailed your mast. No, nailed colours. Nailed your colours to the wolves' mast. Sounds yeah, like, well, yeah. I, did, I did go with what. I, I mean, I still think wolves are good, and I still think yeah, they're they good. Yeah. But um, Watford are, are slowly creeping into it because they're they've 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 got a good manager and they've got some decent, effective players. But they're also like the the kind of players they've got aren't ones that your slightly more novice fantasy football manager yeah, might think to himself. Exactly. I'm not getting Will Hughes. The other Friday night fixture, the one that is on Sky, is uh, West Ham versus Fulham. A really dead Fulham. Mm, West yeah, Ham yeah. win all over that? Yeah, I, th- yeah, I think I think West Ham should win that. Um, although West Ham, West Ham can be a bit Jekyll and Hyde, can't they? So you, equally, you could see them balls that up. But I, I, I can't. Fulham, like you say, they're, they're pretty much dead. If Huddersfield are dead, Fulham are desperately crawling over Huddersfield's body. They're, like, they're but, just crawling uh, over the body... Putting a few fingers in a few holes, aren't yeah, they? I, th- I think Fulham, yeah, they're, they're not good enough. Oh, the worst thing about what I noticed about Fulham is that uh, Ranieri's done his best to take all the quality players out of the team. Yeah, yeah. They at least used to score goals. Yeah, now they're just this ragtag of just people that are running around a bit. Yeah, well, Mitrovic has stopped scoring a bit. Like, Schurler's not doing what he did at the start of the season. He doesn't know interested anymore, Yeah, is he? like, I mean, they've got they've still got players that can hurt a side, but they, they don't look... Like, I think all level of confidence is just shot. There now, I just don't think they believe that they can say. Well, it. I'm going to back West Ham to get a clean sheet against Fulham. I noticed you'd brought um, you'd Fabianski. brought Fabianski in. Didn't you? Didn't you get Hernandez as well, or someone I else? Got Hernandez in as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. He's going to score. You he he heard it here first. Yeah. Well, okay. Probably won't even play. I I, I actually got I I did to be fair. I got Hernandez in briefly and then traded him out because Lorenzo became available. <laughs> I know. I and, saw that. And then I was gutted because apparently now Harry Kane's fit. <laughs> So I've just completely balls that one up. I did notice that because I had my own Lorente, um, but then I did notice that Kane was fit. So I was like, oh, I won't go for him. Then you picked him up. I thought, oh, does Phil know something extra that I no, don't know? No, no, <laughs> Don't ever make the make the assumption that I know anything more than anybody else does. It, I, I base most of my decisions just on whims and, you know, like absolute pump. So other glorious fixtures, Newcastle home to Huddersfield. Newcastle oh, look yeah. really solid at the moment. They're my, they're my clean sheet boys. Yeah. Uh, and then they've got Burnley away. Um, Man United versus Liverpool. This is game week 27. This is the big one. Man United versus Liverpool. How the heck is this going to go? I think it'll be a draw. What, a zero draw? No, or? no, no. I think maybe one all. One all. Uh, maybe what one does all. Loro think? I don't know. Has I'm, he gone for a Liverpool I'm, win? No, I'm not sure. I haven't seen his... Oh, yeah, he'll definitely go for a Liverpool win, but I don't know what... I don't know why... What His usual routine with this, I can I can bet that he might... He might go, he might go for a draw in this himself. He will certainly won't go for a Liverpool defeat, but the only scoreline by which he would go for a Liverpool win is 2-1. Yeah. Because yeah. that's his stock. He, he, works in, he works in twos and ones, does Laura. Unless, occasionally, if there's someone that's really shitting... If, say, it's like... You know, uh, Man City at home against Huddersfield, he might push to a 3-0. I think what will happen in that is you'll have the the rush of kind of momentum and enthusiasm from Man United, and they'll take a lead. Rashford might score, and they'll, they'll take the lead after, I don't know, maybe somewhere in the first half. And then the reality is it'll start to work its way back into Liverpool's favour, and they'll equalise in the second half, and it'll end, it'll end 1-1. That's what I think. I heard it here first. It'll, it won't end like that at all, now. <laughs> Right, let's move on to game week 28. Game week 28. Oh, some interesting fixtures here. Maybe not. <laughs> um, I don't know why I've fucked these ones up. you got got um, 
Cardiff versus Everton Ugh. and Leicester versus Brighton. Ugh. I mean, to be fair, this is where the fantasy points are. Yeah, these, yeah. These yeah. fixtures. Yeah. I mean, Cardiff, Everton, that could potentially be a nil-nil. Yeah, that could. That could definitely, and, and also, you know, if, if you've got Cardiff players that you've been clinging on to thinking, oh, maybe they might just pull something out of the bag, that's the kind of game where, you know, a completely shot, demoralised Everton could end up getting beat there. And uh, Leicester Brighton, I mean, are Brighton on the slide? Or is it just a bit of a blip? No, I, I don't think. I mean, Brighton are just a... They are... Well, I don't think they've got any pretensions to be anything other than what they are, Brighton. And I think they're realistic enough to know that they're probably not going to be pushing for, for you know, kind of top eight. They might... If they if they get something really good together, they might finish, you know, somewhere in the middle table. But I think more realistically, they're looking at that kind of spot between, say, 14th and 18th and or 14th and 17th. Maybe that, that's the kind of positions where they're looking to finish. Mm. Because realistically, that's where the strength of their squad is. Um, they've had a bit of a... They've had a bit of a, a bit of a blip recently. That Burnley result was, was a bit of a shocker for them. Yeah, um, it's a bit poor. Poor result. I, I see. I, I, Leicester get a bad rep, and and Puel gets a bad rep. I I, I think Leicester are perfectly fine. I, for, perfectly fine. I completely agree with you. I, when I see them, I think they've got a good young side. They're set up quite nicely, actually. You know, nice formation, nice mm. player. The right players play. Obviously, Vardy was on the bench the other day, but Vardy's a bit of a twat, isn't he? Well, yeah. I mean, and he's. You know how, how old is Vardy? He's, like, he's in his early thirties. Thirty-one, thirty-two, and and I think he has to be realistic to 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 think that you know he's not always he's not going to play every week. And I know he's a folk hero there, and they absolutely love him, and rightly so because he scored a lot of goals for him. But if Puel's trying to do something slightly different to what what Ranieri and and Shakespeare mm. did, where basically the first the first pass from anyone that like got control of the ball for Leicester was trying to launch it to, to use Vardy's pace. If they're trying to do something slightly different, then he has to accept that the, the, the manager is perfectly within his rights to play how he wants to play. And yeah, he doesn't around, like it, does he? But they're, they're, they're fun. I, I, mean, I, I get that the, the, all of the criticism comes about the style of football that they play, but you've got to be careful what you wish for. And, you know, the, the football history is littered with, with teams who thought they were better than the current manager that they had, sacked him and then got relegated. You know, that's, that happens a lot. Ipswich. So, yeah, exactly. Well, Ipswich are a perfect example, yeah. But Ipswich <laughs> did, had no idea what they had in Big Mick, I don't think. And they got rid of him because they thought, we want to be progressive, we want to play better football. Everything's gone to pot there. They're an absolute shambles of a club, man. Talking about good clubs now, Palace... <laughs> right. Palace versus versus United. Yeah, I'm sniffing at a bit of an upset here, Phil. You think so? Yeah, I don't know if it's because I'm a adopted Palace fan. Yeah, but um, Palace at home, United. I don't know. Actually, I've changed my mind no, already. They could. <laughs> I, I don't think they will. I don't think they oh. will. I, I think the United have got a little bit too much about them now. They're the t- United are the team to get players for at the moment. I think the... that that could that could be like three four nil Man United that game. Oh, really? I mean, I know, I know you. Facts, uh, hey. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that it, it, it could because you're, you're right. The, the Palace are more than capable of, of upsetting a big team because they've done it before. I mean, they went to City and won this season, so they're capable of doing it. And they've got players that could hurt United because I mean, Zaha's a good player, and you know. Milovejevic always loves a penalty, so yeah. you know, <laughs> as you well know. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I I think that equally, Man United could could easily go there and win three or four nil. And the big another big fixture that week is Chelsea Spurs. It's not getting any easier for Chelsea, is no, it? No, no. I mean, and Chelsea obviously at home. I don't know. I mean, Sarri might be gone by then. If they lose that League Cup final, then 
I don't I don't see what there could be what's the, the point of, of, of keeping him around just to face that fixture if if they're obviously on their arse. But yeah. yeah, good point. So who are you gonna go for that one then? Well you don't know because you don't know if, well I don't know who Jose is gonna be in charge it, or not. It, in in <laughs> as well, as it currently stands, I'd I'd I think I, I could see I could, again I could see that being a draw. I could mm. see Chelsea digging deep and getting something out of that and being a draw. Yeah, well, I'm glad I chose that fixture anyway. Yeah. Hey you, what you gonna do? Hey you, what you gonna listen to? Hey you, know you got to drop fantasy podcast of a shot. Any players that you think are worth looking at going under the radar? Difficult to find hidden gems now in this in this point in the season, isn't it? Yeah. I think that there are a few. I mean, I, there are a few players that are playing now and, and potentially might score you points that that weren't around like that. That Dwight McNeil is worth keeping a lie out. Yeah, for Burnley. I've had my eye on him actually because he's, he's you know he's not a bad he's not a bad little footballer. Where's he come and he's, from? He's one of their youth players, I think, isn't yeah. it? and he's obviously in favour with Dyche because he keeps getting picked now. You know, and and, he, and he, his arrival in the team has coincided with them like a little upturn in form. So he's worth potentially keeping out. I mean, they play Spurs don't they, in the next game, which mm. is not an mm. easy, not an easy game for him to do anything for. But yeah, worth keeping. I mean, Ashley Barnes. You mentioned Ashley Barnes on there. He's on form. Yeah. If you've not picked him up, and he's not a glamour signing by any means, <laughs> but if it's he's worth having in your side if you if you're struggling for a striker and he's free. Well, I think that's it really for uh, for secret journalist. Right, is that me done now? Then can I can I just leave? Yeah. If you just what you need to do, you need to go out of the room. Yeah. Pretend and then come back. Pretend to be someone else when you come back in. Go put my Batman costume yeah, exactly. on. And, and yeah, go, oh, right, well, okay. do you just miss the secret <laughs> journalist? <laughs> oh, I can't every time. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Right. Okay. Thanks very much, Phil. No worries. Thank you for all your insight as usual, and uh, we'll speak to you again. Thanks. Bye. Who are you? Fred, I can't release that information. I told you already. I can't tell you. journalist welcome to part three that was of course the secret journalist phil is back did, did i miss him the you secret... missed him you oh, missed him oh that sly sneaky little fucker he's always sneaking out the room just before i get back in <laughs> yeah you never you're never in the same he room he really is two. a secret isn't he and he just keeps such a mystery that man <laughs> handsome mystery but <laughs> yeah, still handsome a, mystery, a handsome man. beautiful mystery <laughs> so yeah part three phil do you want a stat i do let's have a stat attack since his Premier League debut, Luka Milivojevic has scored more goals than any other Crystal Palace player with 19, but has only registered two assists ever in his Premier League career. I don't know. That's, that smells suspicious. It's like a penalty taker to me. <laughs> but two assists? Yeah, that's yeah. surprising for a corner taker. Yeah, true. But, but yeah, but yeah, Palace, don't, they don't really do... Do they do corners very much? I don't know. They, they, I always thought they did. I, but they've got big players, but, they, yeah. but, they, but their big players are, are shit. Yeah. <laughs> so Benteke has got like a Toblerone head where it just goes off at every single yeah. angle. Um, and uh, who's, the, who's the centre-back they got from uh, like Sacco as well? I mean, he's, is he... Uh, they should do better. They should do better, yeah. But yeah, so Moon of Orange, a bit of a ledge there, isn't he? Um, he is, Phil, he's Serbian. Yeah. <laughs> he's Serbian. He that's, is. A, that's a fact. It's not a stat. That's just a fact. It's just a fact, yeah. Um, but I have some Premier League stats, the nation stats for Serbia. Do you want to hear them? Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. sorry. Yes. Yes. Premier League stats. This week, Serbia. Serbia.
There are currently only three Serbians to have played Premier League minutes this season. Milivojevic, Matic and Mitrovic. Most appearances of all time. Branislav Ivanovic, 261. Nemanja Vidic, 211. And Dejan Stefanovic, 190. Legend. Top scorers of all time. Savo Milozovic, 29. Branislav Ivanovic, 22. And Mitrovic and Tadic with 20 each. Most assists of all time is Dusan Tadic with 27. Branislav Ivanovic and Alexander Kolarov with 20. Nemanja Vidic with 19. And the most red cards of all time, Nemanja Vidic with six. Only six. Huh, interesting. And there are your all-time Premier League stats for Serbia. There you go. That was exciting, wasn't it? Some good Serbian facts for you, Phil. Yeah. Anything surprise you there? Uh... No, I wasn't really. I'd, I'd clocked out, to be honest. I wasn't really listening. <sighs> Me too. Me too. So, Phil, what happens now is we've got a new feature, and that is called the Tactics Truck. <laughs> this is we, where... We borrowed it from Townsend. <laughs> Just borrowed the truck from Townsend. It's on lease. Yeah. He hasn't used it much recently. I can, I can still smell his must yeah. in here. It's, he wears Old Spice. Yeah, he's very much an Old Spice man. I, I think he'd probably double up with some um, some Lynx Java as well, I think. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe, would he be a voodoo man? I think he'd probably be a voodoo It's man. voodoo because he thinks Java's a bit old yeah, fashioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Voodoo, yeah. Um, so anyway, the Tactics Truck is when uh, fantasy managers come on and they talk through their team decisions very briefly. So don't worry, it doesn't go on forever. Um, and this week's guest on Tactics Truck is Phil Dorks. Now, Phil Dorks is a sports journalist who hails from the north of England and a lifetime supporter of Leeds United. He is currently the manager of Fulchester United and sits fifth in a head-to-head -head league of 11 that uses the draft fantasy format. Their league, the GC House League, utilises Conte points, but not bonus points, and is described by Phil as... A convenient excuse to chat bollocks with the lads via WhatsApp. Hello, Phil. Hello. Do you like my Desert Island Disc intro? Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Uh, so, yes, uh, welcome to the show. If you'd like to now... That, that's the fifth time you've welcomed <laughs> me to this show. Because you're the only fucking guest. I know, exactly. Just, this is just getting dull now. <laughs> it's just me talking. I hate... Like, honestly, I hate the sound of my own voice. So, I am not listening to this episode. <laughs> Um, Nor is anyone else. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry, only a few people will. Uh, so, Phil, if you'd now like to step into... This is where it turns into snog mirror of voice. Is that the one where they have the makeover they step into the booth? I, 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 can't, I don't think I've ever seen Come that. Come on, our audience are wanting to snog mirror of voice. Right, OK. So they step into... Fuck it, it's only me, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So would you now like to step into the tactics truck? Tactics truck, tactics truck, I got a truck, it's full of tactics that brings me luck and you will suck, because you don't have a tactics truck. Hello, Phil Dorks. Please tell us your tactics. First one, goalkeeper. Uh, I've just got, the, uh, just got the one goalkeeper, Ben Foster. Um, Brought in, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, largely because I had Jordan Pickford, and um, yeah, you don't want Everton players in your side. Defence. Uh, I've got how many defenders? I've got five of them, I think. Uh, it's been a bit of a chop and change session with the, with the defenders, lads, because I don't know who's going to be playing each week. But I've got Harry Maguire has been a mainstay. He's uh, he's still hanging around. Um, as uh, as uh, is Kyle Walker, attacking fullback with uh, Matt Doherty. 
I've also brought in Yedlin recently because I thought Newcastle probably uh, starting a little upturn in form. He's another attacking fullback. And then I've got uh, Shane Duffy, who's just there for morale. Midfield. Uh, my midfield's where most of my points come from. I've got um, Son, Brooks and uh, Jota in there. All who are shipping points in at the moment. All good attacking players. Um, I brought Iwobi in recently. Uh, again, largely because uh, Arsenal play this week and uh, other teams don't. And uh, I've just brought in Tielemans recently as well. Oh, yeah, I've got Sterling. I forgot about him. Yeah, the, the lad who's scoring all my points. Yeah, yeah, I forgot. I'm written, I don't know why I'm written him down here, but yeah, I've got Raheem Sterling as well. He's good. Forwards. Uh, my forward line, I've got uh, Gabriel Jesus, who I've had right from the start, who, he, you know, barely plays, but you don't want to let him go. Uh, I've got Salomon Rondon, who's doing the doing the business at the moment. He's a big lad, but he's, he's got a good touch for said big lad. Um, and I've just brought in uh, Fernando Lorente as well. Uh, little did I know that, that Carrie Kane was going to make a miraculous recovery from his injury. So that's starting to look stupid now. What is your favourite tactic? Other than that, I just I kind of borderline cheat. Because what I do is I use the um, the Opta thing that we've got at work that tells you how many uh, how many chances people create and how many shots people have on goal and what the shooting accuracy is like. So I just use that and cheat. Thank you, Phil Dorks. You are a true friend of Andy Townsend. You may now step out of the tactics truck. Tactics truck, tactics truck. I got a truck, it's full of tactics. It brings me luck and you will suck. You don't hear about tactics truck. And now I'd like to... <laughs> Now I'd like to welcome back to the studio our studio guest, Phil Dorks. Hi, hi, Phil. Hi, hi, yeah, yeah. I've got to stop introducing you at who, some who point. Who was that in the truck? Well, well, he looks he looks incredibly handsome. I don't know, but whatever it was, there's a distinct smell. <laughs> it's a distinct smell. It's a bit, it's a bit voodoo-y. <laughs> okay, right, that was uh, part three. Let's move on to part four. The DF Podcast, brought to you by Lynx Africa. Feel the animal inside of you. Part four. We made it thus far. Is is this bit going to feature that? Nobby from up north <laughs> as well. <laughs> no, there's no more trucks in this one. Oh, good. Um, but uh, have you got an answer to the question? Remember I asked you that question? Oh, the, the Premier League hat tricks. Yeah, yeah. Born after the inception of the Premier League, which three players have scored Premier League hat tricks? Um, Rashford? No. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> Sterling? Yes. Sterling, excellent. Um, who else? Jesus? Has he scored? No. I don't know. You just have to tell me. All right, Harry Kane. All oh, right, yeah. And Lukaku. Well, that, that would make sense. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't exactly a difficult question. No, it wasn't. That wasn't difficult. <laughs> I've, I've embarrassed, but I've embarrassed you. I've embarrassed the BBC. You can do a, an apology later on Twitter. You know, those I think. I think. I think it, it's long overdue that I leave this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so game week fixtures, Phil. Uh, game week 27, 28. I'm going to talk you through them. Here we go. 
Game week 27, Friday the 22nd of February, you've got Cardiff against Watford and West Ham against Fulham. Saturday the 23rd of February, Burnley against Tottenham, Bournemouth against Wolves, Newcastle against Huddersfield, and Leicester against Crystal Palace. And Sunday the 24th, it's Arsenal against Southampton and Man United versus Liverpool. Game week 28, uh, Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday 26th of February, Cardiff against Everton, Huddersfield Town versus Wolves, Leicester against Brighton, Newcastle versus Burnley. That is a dark... Tuesday evening, that isn't it? And Wednesday, the 25th of February, is Arsenal against Bournemouth, Southampton against Fulham, Chelsea against Spurs, Crystal Palace against Man United, Liverpool against Watford, and Man City versus West Ham United. The clean sheet forecast this week is going to be read out by my mum, so let's not delay any further. Let's call her up now and get the Clean sheet forecast. Clean sheet predictions forecast. So, hi, Mum. You have some clean sheet forecasts for us, I hear. Yes? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, what are your clean sheet forecasts for game week 27? West Ham. Hmm. Newcastle. Hmm. Liverpool. Oh, okay. Just those three, is it? Yes. Okay. And for game week 28? Leicester. Oh. Liverpool, Ooh. Wolves, mm. Burnley, Ooh. Southampton, ah. Fulham. Oh, okay. So six clean sheets in total for the, for game week 28. Yes. Perfect. Thank you so much for calling us today with your weather, not your weather, your clean sheet predictions. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Mum. Bye. Bye. Clean sheet predictions forecast. There you go. That was, the, that was the clean sheet forecast, which I get a lot of stick for on Twitter. Oh, oh do you? Yeah. What, what, what about? What about? People go, people go, because I post them and then people go, what the fuck? That's fucking nonsense. That's, that's unlike people on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks so much, Phil. That has been this show. It's been so wonderful to have you on in all your... States, shall we can, say? Can I, can I just clarify? Do I get paid four times for this? No, you get you. You pay me four times. Oh, I pay. And yeah. I, I, I thought I'd, I'd get my usual flat fee for for doing the secret journalist yeah, stuff. That's I it. It's written yeah, to the contract. The... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, foolish me for not reading the small print. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, but it's been really good having you, man. It's been really good in the yeah, flesh. It's, it's, it's been nice. And hopefully we can get it so, do it again soon. And hopefully Manus will stay skiing. Mm. Fucking prick. <laughs> ski holiday during the football yeah, season unbelievable selfish it is isn't it selfish uh, he doesn't listen to the show anyway no, he might no, listen to this one actually oh really you, you got a message for him because he's not no, no I've got I've got no message I'm just disappointed <laughs> <laughs> well have a good game week do you know who you got this I think I'm playing Ben this week oh that's a nice easy three point that's yeah, a doozy, I, th- I, I think I think I'm playing Ben this week yeah. does he normally beat you uh, he's got a pretty good record against me I think yeah Sam and Ben like the, the the two smallest members of our group, oh. that I always they always get a bit fighty when they play. I think it's just like small man syndrome. They yeah. get a bit fighty <laughs> when they play me, so I, I don't have a very good record against them. Uh, so you are you, you lose against small teams. You are Liverpool of the nineties. I am, yeah. yeah basically, get turned over by the midgets. <laughs> nice. So that's it for us. We'll be back in another two weeks. Uh, I don't know who's going to be in the show. It's ex- terribly exciting. Um, but thanks, Phil, for joining us. And we'll see you again soon. We'll see all of you again soon. In the meantime, take care of yourselves. Bye, everyone. And each other. 
Bye. Bye. The Drunk Fantasy Podcast. And it's live.